What's that? Polka? No. The metal. Wow, isn't it cool, thanks to government ineptness and the notion that we have to save the farmers because they can't save themselves, that everyone is getting this podcast one hour earlier. Unless you live in Arizona. Yeah, because, well, you can't farm in the desert, can you? I guess you could farm meth out there. There's well, a very famous show about that. They also don't participate in daylight savings time. Yeah, because there's no farmers out there. <laughs> oh, that's why. Yeah, you're right. So really, only half of California should participate. Yeah. None of my... They, they split it right down the middle. Yep. I just... It's very irritating. Flip-flop, flip-flop, make up your mind. Time. <laughs> time. Speaking of time, I wish... It's almost time time. I wish Winter Sun would release that album. You may be asking, why are they talking about farmers and Winter Sun on this, this show that I tune into every single week called The Onslaught, the only place to find the definitive best heavy metal band in the world? Well, it's because we had to wake up early, so we are full of it today. I'm full of it today. One and a half cups of coffee deep. Yeah, uh, I was getting the stink eye from my girlfriend this morning because mm. I had to take out the trash. Yeah. And I was like, why are you giving me the stink eye? It's like 930. And then I pulled out my phone. Yeah. And yep. it was 10. You thought you had the, the day under wraps. Everything was. Well, you know, in a classic woman fashion oh, here boy. on the Andrew Tate podcast. Uh, yeah. First of all, you're Vargas. <laughs> I'm Brian. Oh, yeah. Proceed. Sorry. Andrew Tate. Wait. <laughs> no. Vargas. Andrew Vargas. Wait. There it is. No, that's correct. <laughs> uh, it's like, why don't, why don't you just say, hey, you know, it's 1030, right? Because every clock in my vicinity was saying 930. Except the one in your pocket. Yeah, I wasn't looking at that. Well, some, you know, it's weird. It, this, this is interesting, and we can we can dive into this a little bit. But where's the line between assuming someone knows something so you don't say it to be an asshole, right? Mm -hmm. Versus, like, you, I need to explain this to you because it's clearly missed you at some point. Not because, maybe not because you're stupid. Right? Like, today. She, it's been labeled daylight saving time for years yeah so we knew it was today now well, it's easy i didn't to forget yeah it's easy to forget but it's in your calendars if you pay attention at all to like any broadcasts anything it's it, it comes up the question could have been asked hey what time are you leaving and then i would have been like probably gotta leave around 10 30 and she would have been like it's about six minutes from now and i would have been like what but 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 would she because if she asked that you say that then she assumes that you know what time it is because you know when you have to leave I know when I have to leave, but I was sitting there without a shirt on playing and, Minecraft. And I think that's why <laughs> she sassed you in the front. Now we're at the beginning. Yeah, but I wouldn't have been sitting there playing Minecraft had I known what actual time it was. Which, again, supports her decision to sass you. Well, she should have just said, <laughs> you know, it's 1030. Hey, idiot. You know, it's 1030. And I would have said, no, I didn't know it was 1030. Wow. Thank you. And you're beautiful this morning. Thank you. I love you and the way that you remind me of things. How do you wake up? Do you have a digital alarm clock? I do, but huh? You know, it went off at eight o'clock, just like it does every day. But which eight o'clock, which I was actually nine o'clock. Now, where in your apartment do you keep your landline? I assume you have one if you have a digital alarm clock. I have a I have a digital alarm clock that's a it's a Nest though it's like a Google. Oh, you keep birds in there. Yep. 
So can you see out your front door also from bed? <laughs> is it hooked up to your to your ring? No. But you can see what temperature it is from your bed. Yeah. It's a smart alarm clock, is what I should say. Ah. Not like a dumb alarm clock. But well, if it was smart, so it's not connected to the internet because it would have auto-updated. No, it did. It did auto-update. But it's the only one in the house that did. So oh. I woke up at the correct time. And you were just like, fuck this alarm clock. It's 8 o'clock. I know what time it is. Yeah. I don't need you to tell me again. And then I went around and like the stove was wrong. 8 o'clock. And the, yeah, 8 o'clock. Yeah, so exactly. you're like, see, I told you I knew what time exactly. it was. Exactly. Body. Yeah. Stupid idiots. Well, now that we've hashed that out, we fixed it. Oh, well, I don't think we fixed it because it is annoying. It is a problem. We don't need it anymore. We can get rid of it. We can. We can probably get rid of it. But that's, you know, the, the, the farmers can just get up earlier. Yeah. And then really, they don't, they can just program their fucking tractors and shit to they, start the day. They can just do whatever they want. Although John Deere does need to fuck off and let the farmers fix their own tractors. How about that? How about that for a deep dive political issue? I don't think we have time for it, but is that an issue? Yeah. Huh. Right to repair. They're, they're doing the same shit that Apple does with iPhones, where it's like, you have to send it to the official Apple thing, oh, and then we have to... Or else it's jailbroken, yeah, quote-unquote. Yeah, John Deere's doing the same thing with their with their tractors, of all fucking things. Well, because those tractors are now, like, GPS, satellite control, like... And that's fine, but, like, let them go to... If, if you don't need that shit, or if that's working fine, and you just need, like, oil change on your tractor? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to tractor. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's, it's an issue where... John Deere is controlling the ability to repair tractors. Oh, well, it's 1984 all over again. It's every, been every facet of our life. Buddy, lives. it's been 1984. <laughs> yeah. Which, so now we just need uh, not even digital alarm clocks. We need those ones with the metal hammers that hit the little bells. Oh, hell yeah, dude. The really annoying ones that yeah. have no snooze button. Yeah. You have to put your hand and then get hit by the hammer, and that's what wakes you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some. Uh, not a lot of heavy metal news, but the quality is high today, I'll say. Oh, okay. Right? You ready for this? Now that we're all fired up about time, not well, the I album. think you should explain a little bit, because did that make heavy metal news? It should have. It, even though it happened like it happened after we recorded last week. What, the new track? Yes. Yeah, we should talk about it. You should talk about Winter it. Winter Sun released a new track, a single track. A single track, and it's not. I don't. Even, I feel like it's not even the full track. It's just like instrumental. It's, it's an instrumental, but they're selling it on Bandcamp with like master so that, files that's and the all that. full track so it's got to be like an intro track or an interlude or something probably it's still very heavy and very good yeah it's it's what two and a half minutes or something pretty short for a winter sun song it took about a year to write <laughs> took a hundred thousand hours of editing uh but it's good it's you know instrumental and very melodic for someone who has been waiting yeah for this iteration of winter sun yeah how do you feel about it was it worth the wait for that two and a half minutes no so far <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I didn't think so, but it is good. Yeah. If I didn't care, and I was like, "Oh, new Winter Sun," I haven't been checking the internet every single day to see if this <laughs> has come out yet. Yeah. I'd be like, "Oh, this is pretty good." If if I were Yari, which I'm not, because I would have released the album. So yeah, far, of course, uh, I would have done like a four song EP or something. He doesn't have four songs to give you. He's got to have four songs. No, nope. not mastered the way he wants. That's the problem, though. Anyway, he's like he's like a slower, probably less wealthy, so he doesn't have as much time. Yeah. Devin Townsend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who has to have everything exactly how he wants it to sound. Devin Townsend and Yari are the angel and devil on my shoulder. Mm, that's a good <laughs> comparison. Because Devin Townsend puts out all of the music every day. Yep. And Yari puts out none of the music never. But that 
But that is because he, he technically he puts out none of the music always. Oh, you're right. right? You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, with Devin, I feel like he's made enough money where he can probably just sit around and make music. Whereas I wonder what Yari does I, for money. You I, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he teaches guitar lessons. It's got to be something like that. Yeah. I just can't see him working in a steel mine. No, over in the snow covered. No, 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 no. Arctic. Well, circle. yeah, he does live over in uh, you know communist Europe, so they probably just give him money to sit on his ass so all day. Give artists money to live. Give me a fucking break. How dare you they? You get out there and you starve. You get you get out there and you work in an Excel spreadsheet every day like the rest of us. Yeah, killing those creative brain cells one column by one row at a time. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I'm sorry, but but hey. We are technically one step closer. We're one song closer to a full album. And it is good for what it is. And I do want to point out that I believe Devin would be the devil on your shoulder because he is the one dressed in a devil costume. In the vampire abuse of it, you're right. And I can picture him doing that little dance on your shoulder. And <laughs> yep. I like it a lot. <laughs> and on your angel side, Yari's just over there with his head headphones on, staring at a computer, doing nothing. Yes. Not moving at all. Really, really focused <laughs> on like... A block of track. Yep. Just listening to the they same just, two seconds yeah, over and over again. Just see him keep moving it back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> yeah, boy. Um, all right. Now that we're sufficiently fired up about all topics, mm. we're going to get more fired up. Mm. So there's a band uh, that's playing some UK shows, Igor, I-G-O-R-R-R. Yes. Master. Yeah. Yes, master. Um. It's more of a what's his name? Who who had the who was always in the Animaniacs? He had the big eyes. He was based on the real character, uh, Peter something. I do not. Oh, know. Fuck. Do he was a, he was an old old actor. He was a character actor, and he's the one on Animaniacs who would come on and be all spooky and talk like this. Oh yeah, with the big old noggin. Yeah, and and slicked over eyes. hair. Yep, like John. He looks like John Waters. But yeah, he's not but John he's, Waters. He's, it's Peter something. Yeah, uh, at the onslaught pod. Yeah. On Twitter, if you can remember the name of that Animaniacs character based on the man. Yeah. I need to know the man's name. And the character's name. I think it's one and the same. Okay. I think he just played a caricature of himself. Of himself. Yeah. Hey, you know what? That's Peter Laurie. Nice. Don't you tweet at us. <laughs> I did that. Yeah. I he, did that live. <laughs> Good work, buddy. You had my phone in my you, hand. You didn't. You got it right out of your brain. Well, Igor is playing some UK shows, uh, and they have decided to strike back at the epidemic of venues taking merch cuts. Fucking, fucking venues. And apparently, uh, there's a, a specific venue, the O2 Forum, wanted a 25% cut. Jesus Christ. And the O2 Forum, they get shows. Like, they get yeah, oh yeah. lots of shows. Big time. They're not small. Um, but Igor said, no, fuck it. We're just not going to sell merch. Hell yeah. Yeah. What I would do if I were them, and I'm sure they're going to do something similar, is like, you want a t-shirt? Here's our website. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like Enter code whatever to get like To get whatever. The, the tour t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Or discount or whatever. And remember, in the battle of the bands versus venues, I'm going to put this in real easy terms. <laughs> we're on the side of the bands. The venue is the billionaire. The oh, bands yeah. is the rest of us. Yeah. So you decide... If you're supporting one of those two, now if you're supporting venues and you're listening to the show, you should go check out Ted Nugent's podcast because it's probably going to be more entertaining for you 
than well, this show. Okay. So you can support the venue, but you should support the venue by just like paying the door charge and buying the beer. I mean There's specifically no like... in this fight. Oh yeah. Yes. You can support your local yeah. venue all you want, but in this fight, if your venue is trying to steal merch cut yeah. from the band, yeah. um, that's you're standing with the billionaires. Yeah. So and uh Cult of Luna. We're fa- I'm a fan of Cult of Luna. I guess I can't speak for you. I but... haven't been indoctrinated yet. <laughs> nice. That they they supported Igor or Igor. Oh, yeah, yeah. And said, yeah, fuck for sure. This this shit needs to stop. So yeah, fuck that. Um if you own a venue and you're trying to take a merch cut from the band, I would say it's only fair that the band gets twenty five percent of the door. 25% of the bar. Yeah. Because because that's the merch is literally nothing to do with you. Yeah. Because exactly. most times it or I think 100% of the time, especially with metal bands, uh any of the merch stuff is sold by the band. So you're not even losing a guy uh, yeah. an employee, right? It, to yeah, sell that. Exactly. Stuff. So um you have no no right to that. Yeah. You're, you're basically operating in a land as a landlord at that point, yep. charging them rent to sell shit. And not even that. So fuck that. That would be better. Be like, hey, you have to pay us $100 to sell merch. That would be better than taking 25% of the sales. Yeah. Fuck that. I'll fight them. I'll fight venues right now. Well, Igor is. And good on them. Oh, I meant physically. Oh, well. Like a a man would fight a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Poorly. Got it. Yeah. Well, they're big. They're made of metal and bricks and... It'd be tough for me to fight a building. Oh, I thought you were going to say a ghost. I no, was like, I ghosts t- aren't made of metal and bricks. I could take a ghost. You could, yeah, you could take a I ghost. I could beat up a ghost. <laughs> He'd be doing a lot of mental damage to you. He did a lot of psychic damage. Oh, so you just stop thinking. You know, you're thinking too much about it. Just stop thinking, and then they can't hurt you. Uh, here's another, I don't know if this is a hot take at this point, but Lincoln Park said they will not do a Chester Bennington hologram tour. They keep, somebody keeps bringing it up, and... Mike S, I think it's Mike Shinoda. Yeah, keeps saying like, "No, yeah, that was like our brother, our friend. We're I don't, we're not going to perform a fucking hologram hologram show." Yeah, every time that a band or a group or an act has put on a hologram of a dead performer, yeah, it's gone poorly. Yeah, remember the Dio thing? Every time, it's. <sighs> They did it. I think they did it with Tupac. That was the first big one. They and then it, Michael Jackson, they did it with MJ, and it's just like every time people are like, "No, that was weird." Yeah, yeah. it's super weird. And most people, most common sense people, before it even gets to the stage, when it gets brought up, everybody's like, "That's a that's bad. Yeah. You shouldn't do that." My the so the flip side to that for me is Death to All, the Death tribute band the Mm -hmm. tours yeah because they get like former members of the band okay and then like rotating guitar players basically like who's ever available that can do the deed yeah and a singer that's all live though that's all live and that's in tribute to the person whereas yeah hologram feels like a money grab by somebody close to the deceased or the deceased's bank account yeah like but lincoln park could do something similar where they get like no one would argue with that right if the band chose to get someone to honor Chester on yeah. their live shows, that's great. Right. As a human being. Yeah. However, if they got Phil Ensemble <laughs> to, to quote unquote honor <laughs> Chester, I think it might be a problem. Uh, I don't think that he would sign up for that. Nor should he. Sure. 
Yeah. Can you picture him singing Crawling in My Skin? Yeah, I can. And you know what? Now I want it. <laughs> You're welcome. And I want to hear Linkin Park do Cemetery Gates. <laughs> yeah. Or Broken. That's Actually, more, they could do Broken. Yeah, they could do Broken pretty good. Linkin Park's alley. Yeah. No, they need to do Walk. Well, Lincoln I, Park's Walk. I can't think of a less intimidating band <laughs> to cover Walk than yeah. Lincoln that's Park. like literally one step away from Ed Sheeran covering Walk. Yeah, <laughs> and he would make it sexy. No, he. You know I, mean? I would want to have sex with that song. Yeah, but it's not a. <laughs> not a. It's not what it's here for. Yeah, it's not a mix that deserves to be out there in the world. Um, Megadeth dropped a Dolby Atmos mix of. Countdown to Extinction, remastered from the original 1992 tapes. What was wrong with it? I, what was wrong with the, the remaster that we already had? Well, I I mean, this is an Atmos mix. Oh, at most, it's going to be <laughs> mediocre. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you, you're really, you're against this? You don't I'm think not against it. I just think it's just more like it's fucking Dave just trying to get money. Sure. Dave just anytime a big band like that does it, even when Metallica was doing it, I think they were at least doing it like only digital and it was like free ish. But I think like any big band that's like, oh, let's do a remaster of an album that sounds fine. They are they are streaming it. Which okay, great. But it just doesn't need it's just not yeah necessary. Like if Death wanted to remaster Scream Bloody Gore, I'm fucking all for that remaster. But like when it's stuff that sounds fine already, yeah, I don't need it. Um, the the interesting thing that I found for stuff like this was Bodum did, and this is just the only thing I can think of. I guess, well, I guess Rush did it a while back too. Anyway, um, they did for uh, one of their albums. I can't remember which one. Um, Relentless, Reckless, Forever, which is probably the worst mix of all their albums. <laughs> well. With the original album, if yeah. you got the deluxe version, it came with a DVD that had like videos and tour stuff, you know, regular DVD stuff. But it also had a 5.1 mix of the entire album on there, mm-hmm. which to me is cool because you can only play that through a DVD player. Yeah. Like if you play it on CD, it's only going to be stereo. Yeah, that is cool. So I wonder if that, like, but if that's they, adding a layer. That's not yeah. just redoing. Yeah. If they had done that. Sure. Like do a deluxe edition of Countdown. I would be okay with that. Okay. Well, Dave. Dave, I know you're listening. <laughs> uh, but you can stream it, I guess. Good. So if you have a if you have a certified Atmos system. What I want if anyone has a, a huge Megadeth fan in their life, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Huge Megadeth fan. I want you to just play them, just surprise them. Don't ask them beforehand. Just start playing a song from Countdown to Extinction. Uh-huh. Right? And then once it's over, after they've enjoyed it, ask them, was this the original or was this the Dolby Atmos remaster? Well, you'd have to play it on an Atmos system. That's fine. Somebody has an Atmos system somewhere. Yeah. And They're who called also movie theaters. knows a, 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 a Megadeth fan? Yeah. Wait. Hold on. Do you say it's a mo- movie theater? Atmos? Is so Atmos only does movie theater? No, no, no. Okay. They don't only do it. Okay. But like... That's Atmos is supposed to be like the next evolution of surround sound. I I was just getting real hot. Yeah, because if they had remixed an album specifically just to play in movie theaters, that would be that would be. I was gonna break your computer. That would be way too much, and I would go to that screen. <laughs> I mean, but again, I could see Dave doing that. 
True. So true. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's a thing that's out there. The last bit of heavy metal news I have is that Archspire, good band, mm-hmm. has been playing Twister with van with Wait, their fans. Isn't Archspire season one, season two loser? Yeah. Yeah. I should make sure. Yeah. I mean, they suck. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, but, that, I mean, li- there's videos out there. They're literally playing Twister with their fans. Yeah, and the winner gets a free T-shirt. The winner gets a free T-shirt. It's a fun, lighthearted, Gen Z, you know, fun thing, I yes. guess. And they, there's a video of them, and he spins it, and it lands on the wall of death, and then they do the wall of death, and then the... <laughs> I wonder if it's planned. I wonder if that if his spin to the wall of death know. is rigged. Maybe. Uh but I, th- I thought that was really funny. And they are coming, for those of us around here, to Lawrence, Kansas, with Brian's new favorite band, Sign of the Swarm. No, they're coming with Entheos. <laughs> oh, yeah, but also Signs of the Swarm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and Whitechapel, and I guess. Whitechapel. Yeah. Um, Great. It's a fun tour, I bet, for so, a lot of people. So Ty and I will be enjoying a lot of pig squeals and grunts. I will be joining you guys for the first two bands. And then when Entheos leaves. Yeah, your favorite band, Signs of the Swarm. No, 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 no. We're going to get you a t-shirt. Great. I mean, I'll wear it. I'll work out in it. No, you'll wear it to your wedding. Bar Mitzvah. (laughs) That's it. That's all the heavy metal news I have. Well, good. Then let's move on to not talking about bands today. Now, uh, we've decided to take an extra week just because we can. Some things came up. One of us may have gone to urgent care. Who knows? It wasn't me. doesn't matter. It was Brian. We are His in our arm is itchy. We, yep. Yeah, because I was like, oh, it's so itchy. You guys got it. Somebody scratch this. We the four bands. We are in the final four now. We have Inferi going against Chemists and yeah. all the chemists, and then we have Halloween versus Shadow of Intent. It was to me a surprise upset. Yeah, um, that they beat Venom Prison, but they did. And we've decided to do albums and songs right yeah we're just gonna come in here with our favorite albums favorite songs if we've seen them live which i can already spoiler alert i haven't seen any of these four bands live i also have not seen any of these i thought you saw halloween at a festival with sam nope okay we saw blind guardian sure and sonar artica Mm, i just i guess figured if those two are there halloween must (laughs) be halloween must be yeah i've seen gravedigger and saxon see but basically (laughs) you've seen halloween live Uh, so yeah, so next week will be Inferi versus Chemist, and then the week after that, Halloween versus Shadow Intent, and then we are on to the final vote, baby. Super stoked. I'm really interested to hear your thoughts specifically on Halloween's discography. It's too long. <laughs> it's got too many albums. Too many. Cut them in half. Yeah, uh, give me EPs. Just because we haven't talked about power metal specifics yeah, in, well, in a hot minute. When I... You know, when I covered them for the, for the little, for our last round. Yeah. Um, what did I gather from? Because I have not listened to Halloween's full discography, especially front to back, which I think is probably the way to do it. There's a big dip in the middle. Yeah. And then it like dips a little bit farther. Yeah. And then it comes back up towards like the last three or four albums. Yeah. Like so, the 90s were bad to Halloween. Yeah. As many metal bands found out. <laughs> True. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, they're no stranger to that, uh, no exception to that. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Luckily, there's only four albums to listen to with Shadow of Intent. Mm-hmm. Or three. And um, Fury's got two? They've got more than two. I can't remember how many. But they've got a hundred albums. I think Chemist has only two or three, so. Dope, I guess. <laughs> Good. Great. So we'll come at you next week with our, our, our selects. You're going to get our selects in your ear, and then you can go listen to those. 
and see what you think. And, and then vote. You got to vote. And go to the urgent care when your army's try, try to stay out of the urgent care if you can. If you're able to, <laughs> yeah. stay out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that it? What else you got? I got some of this coffee. You want some of this coffee? No, Nath. I'm out of coffee, so I can't make you more after this. Well, time to go, I guess. Uh, remember, if Signs of the Swarm is your favorite band, your favorite band sucks. <laughs>